Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, uh, welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Great to be with you today. Another fabulous day in the world of football. We had a great weekend in the Premier League. Didn't have a chance to talk about it with you yesterday. Going to chat about it today. Um, You know, look, the season is just beginning, but there are certainly some surprises. As we're, what, five games in? And I think we'll take a look at some of them and some of the... I don't want to say upsets because you know, it's very early in the season. It's a 38-game season. It's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. You've heard people say that uh, many times over, but it is actually true. But I I think there are some surprises so far, and uh, let's single out those teams and let's talk about them today on the show. Uh, by the way, uh, I'd like to welcome all of our men and women in uniform around the world who are listening to this show <coughs> on the American Forces Network. It's a pleasure to be with you. And if you're listening on one of our digital platforms, whether that's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning SiriusXM app, or you're just, uh, you know, thinking good thoughts. No, seriously, if you're following me also on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Great to have you with me. We do have a lot to talk about today. Uh, It's a League Cup midweek. I don't really focus that much in on the League Cup, to be honest with you, and I will tell you why after the break Uh, but there is a lot to talk about and next week the champions league returns so we do have a lot going on and there are a lot of stories percolating uh you know how hard is it by the way to manage a team with Lionel messi on it we never thought about the messi move to psg you know we thought wow you got these incredible front three of neymar mbappe a messy, but we never thought about the sort of stress and pressure that puts on a manager like Mauricio Pochettino. Let's talk about it. All right. Um, once again, my social media, Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Facebook is facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, let me know what you think. I'm going to step aside, take a brief break, and be right back after these messages. Uh, stay with me here on World Soccer Radio. Welcome back to World Soccer Radio, Sports Finance Broadcast Network Series XM. Nick Eber with you. A weird weekend in the Premier League. And you know, every Friday I do my patented Premier Pump, my patented Premier League Pundits Preview and Prognostication Show. And I give you my picks and I give you some odds, money lines, etc., that you can get at betonline.ag and the one match I didn't get wow Manchester City Southampton at the Etihad zero nil nil zero zero man plus 780 if you bet the draw 
City were the odds-on favourites, literally at minus 650. The biggest, most favourite odds of the weekend. Pretty incredible when you think about it, right? And if you'd bet at betonline.ag, well, your $100 would have paid you 780 big ones. A really good return. And look, it's not just Premier League betting at betonline.ag. Uh, they've got baseball. And, you know, it's a three-team race right now for the two American League wildcard spots. Uh, the Blue Jays, Red Sox, Yankees are all tied for first place. Three wildcard positions. Uh, you can go and place some wildcard bets at betonline.ag. The MVP race is wide open. Cy Young is wide open. Um, we've got horse racing coming up. And, of course... The NFL, the gridiron is back here with the NFL, as well as the Premier League, the Champions League, etc., etc. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for the pro and college of football action this season, football being NFL style. With a new and updated site interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything in football. Head over to the website or, or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Bet online. The fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert. Lionel Messi substituted over the weekend. Over Lyon. In the uh, win over Lyon, PSG. I mean, they're perfect. Hey, look, the French League is a total snooze fest to me, to be fair. You ask me why. Why, Nick? Why is the French League a snooze fest? Well, I'll tell you why. Because it's not an A league. It's because, yeah, PSG are the £9 billion gorilla in that league. That is a team that has been assembled for one reason and one reason only, and that is to win the Champions League. I don't believe the ownership of that team could give two snuffs about the, uh, the Ligue 1. But regardless, Lionel Messi pissed off that he was substituted. But it was a good thing. Turns out he took a knock and had a bruise above his knee. They're looking at it. X-ray, he's going to miss the midweek match uh, against Mets on Wednesday. And uh, more importantly, next week's Champions League game against Manchester City. Interestingly enough, they would be finding a Manchester City side that is, well, struggling early on this season, I think, is a very apt comment. It, you know, they struggled last season early on as well. I'm getting off topic here a little bit. I'm immediately pivoting to Manchester City here, which we're going to pivot off in just a second. But they, uh, if you remember beginning of last season, City started with uh, a couple of draws, I want to say it was. Uh, in fact, I'll tell you what, while I am talking to you, I will actually pull that up and be able to tell you because I have all of these stats right at my uh, right at hand, which is uh, really useful. Uh, yeah, so uh, the first six games of the season, they were actually in 10th spot. They had uh, a loss against Leicester City at home, 5-2 in their second match. They started off the season with a win against Wolves, 3-1 away at Molyneux. Then 5-2 loss at the Etihad to Leicester. Then a 1-1 draw against Leeds United. Then 
They beat Arsenal 1-0. Then they drew West Ham. So match day five comes around, and they're in 10th spot. And we're all talking about, you know, how just how troubled Manchester City are. If, in fact, it got, better, it got worse because match day 13, they lose at home 2-0 to Tottenham. And they find themselves mid-table in, uh, t- at the end of November. Do you remember this last year? I mean, last year was a weird year, let's be honest, okay? COVID, lockdown, no fans, you know, then Operation Restart, a big break, a two-month break. I mean, it was, it was a weird situation. But early on in the season, we were all talking about how Manchester City were done and dusted. Time for a rebuilding year, Pep Guardiola... You know, doesn't have much patience left. The challenges are running out. The only thing he's interested in is winning the Champions League. Uh, You remember this nonsense, right? And then, of course, they went on an absolute blinder. Helped, I might add, by the fact that the team that was slated to give them the most difficulty, and by the way, uh, that same eighth uh, match day eight, which saw Manchester City in the thirteenth position, match day eight saw Manchester United in the tenth position. And Liverpool were in third. In fact, Liverpool looked pretty good up until the very last day of the season. 2020 was a good year for Liverpool. Saw them ending the season on top of the world. Liverpool are going to repeat. Manchester United were in second at the end of the year. You know, Manchester City were struggling, although they had worked their way back up to fifth place. The fact that the league ended with Manchester City winning, United second and Liverpool third, is an incredible thing. And if you remember, the, as I said, at the beginning of the season, we're talking about Pochettino and how this is probably his swan song at Manchester City and how, how very, very, very wrong we were. Yes, Manchester City were helped by Liverpool's collapse 2022 collapse. Excuse me, 2021 collapse. Listen to me. I'm already a year ahead. (laughs) And boy, was it a collapse. I mean, it was a serious collapse. Liverpool lost seven matches out of 10 between the beginning of the year literally the beginning of the year and the first week of March where they lost 1-0 at home to Fulham of course they didn't lose a game going on through the rest of the season and that was a benefit and that saw them finish in uh, third place pipping Chelsea to that third spot by two points so, folks, it's not how you begin the season. It's really how you end the season. 
that's what's important. Now, when we come back, let's look around the table and let's see who's beginning hard and who's beginning a little soft and where we think it might go and what we think those problems are. Let's take a look. Let's talk. This is World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, presented to you by betonline.ag. I'm Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. All right, I'll be back right after this. So, welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM, American Forces, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning Sirius XM app. And if you miss any part of the show, don't worry, you can always check it out on our podcast, which is available right after the show is over. And you can also find that podcast at our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. So you can uh, download the show and listen to it when you're in the loo or on the road or working at the gym or whatever it is you do where you listen to your podcast. Um, we are presented to you by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and we were having a robust discussion about the Premier League, and I was talking about Manchester City and how their season last season uh, was sort of similar to this season in terms of disappointing results and dropping early points. Now, it went on to be, as the season continued, that they won the league, (laughs) quite quite obviously. Um, But that was largely because other teams that were expected to really push them, namely Liverpool, because if you remember the year before, Liverpool won the league sort of at a trot, but the year before that... Liverpool and City were sort of trading blows like heavyweights, and City only won it by one point at the end. But it was sort of Liverpool's almost total collapse between the first of the year in 2021 to the first week of March, where they were just horrible, that really dropped them out of the title race and allowed City uh, to find some form number one and number two then go on to win it uh so this season though seems to be different in some respects but a little bit the same in others now uh liverpool off to a flyer this season last season if you remember for liverpool there was this really kind of weird start to the season where they really hit the ground on the first few games they beat uh Uh, uh, They beat Leeds United 4-3 at Anfield. Now, one of the things that struck me about that particular match, and that was back in September of last year, was that, yeah, Liverpool won. Yeah, they scored four goals. Everyone was excited. But, you know, Liverpool were known, had really won the league the year before, and, and nearly won it the year before that, based on an incredibly miserly defense. It was would have been unthinkable giving up three goals in a game to Leeds United, whose very raison d'etre is to come out and attack. So from a uh, team preparation standpoint, I was very surprised that game number one was a seven-goal match, even though Liverpool obviously, uh, you know, beating Leeds by a goal at the end of it, at Anfield. 
So that kind of got some alarm bells ringing for me. The second game, Liverpool went to Stamford Bridge and beat Chelsea 2-0. The third game, they hosted Arsenal and beat them 3-1. But the fourth game really let me know that it was going to be a very bizarre season. Because on the 4th of October, Liverpool went to Villa Park and lost 7-2. And that really set alarm bells going for me. So at the same time that Manchester City last season was struggling, uh, you know, Liverpool were off to a great start, then they lose 7-2. You know, the whole thing just went a little (coughs) topsy-turvy early on. Now, in fairness... Liverpool then went on to go unbeaten uh, between the 17th of October and the 30th of December and finished the end of December top of the table. But there were always teams that were kind of nipping around. So while Manchester City's having its sort of quote-unquote blip, Liverpool's having its sort of kind of weird start to the season Leicester City started well and then kind of did so so Chelsea were pretty consistent early on but in 2020-2021 you know obviously uh, Spurs started off with a loss against Everton but then went on to win every match and finished mid-December top of the table so let's let's not talk about last year that's sort of ancient history at this point Let's go to this year. So where are the similarities? By the way, did I mention we're presented to you by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook expert? I don't know if we did, but if I didn't, I neglected. You can go over there right now, and if you sign up and use code NFL100, uh, they will give you a 100% welcome bonus. They're going to double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget the promo code NFL100. But so far this season, things are a little bit different. Five matches in, Manchester City lost 1-0 to Tottenham and drew a 0-0 with Southampton. They beat Leicester City 1-0 at the King Power. They had a thumping of Arsenal at home 5-0 and a thumping of Norwich at home 5-0. But... If you look at the table, forget this last weekend's matches, both Arsenal and Norwich were dead bottom of the league. Arsenal have subsequently put strung a couple of results together. Two wins, precisely, against Norwich and Burnley, although neither of them decisive, scoring only two goals in those two wins. I've seen them sort of inch up to 13th place, which is ridiculous because they're horrible. But City lost the opening game to Spurs and the last game they drew to Southampton. They dropped four points there. Which now finds them in fifth spot. Currently, the teams that are perfect in terms of losses, Chelsea, Liverpool, (coughs) and you have Chelsea, Liverpool, and Manchester United. Liverpool have had outside of the Chelsea match, not the most difficult run-in of matches. They've had Norwich, Burnley, Leeds, and Palace. Although, actually, that Palace game had a lot more um, danger around it because 
up until that point, Palace were what, uh, in the last four matches, were two draws, a win, and a loss. And that win had come at home 3 0 against Tottenham Hotspur. So, I mean, it was, it was a good, good result for Liverpool, no doubt about it. The surprises so far in the season to me aren't that Chelsea and Liverpool are doing really well or that Man United, you know, of signing Cristiano Ronaldo, who is what a great player. I can't, by the way, I, I find it hard to believe that people are questioning the Cristiano Ronaldo signing. If you have a chance to sign a guy who is considered one of the two best players on the earth, face of the earth, uh, you sign him. The fact that he had played with United before, the fact he had a history, the fact he had a relationship with the club, the fact that he's still scoring goals in his sleep, well, you know, that's the other reason to sign him. Anyway, we'll get to that. Chelsea, Liverpool, United on top. The surprise packages on the season for me are Manchester City so far dropping four points. Now, look, is this the end of the world? No. Of course not, if you're a City supporter. All you've got to do is look to last season and you'll see the mirror image, right? But there's a huge match coming up this weekend. A massive match at Stamford Bridge facing an very informed Chelsea side right now. Keep in mind, Chelsea, Liverpool and City... have all conceded only one goal apiece in five matches. But this is a match Manchester City really need to win. Why, you ask? Well, if City win this, this match, even if it's 1-0, they will leapfrog Chelsea in terms of points. They'll have 13, Chelsea will have 13, but they'll have a better goal differential. Liverpool are facing Brentford. United are facing Aston Villa. One would assume, and again, you know, doesn't mean anything. One would assume that Liverpool will beat Brentford, who, by the way, I'm going to talk about here in a minute. And United will beat Villa. Although neither of these teams are a given, but one would assume that that's going to happen. So if Chelsea drop points to City, Liverpool will go top of the table, City will go above Chelsea, uh, I would assume it would be likely Liverpool, Chelsea, pardon me, Liverpool, um, Man United, and then, I guess it would be Chelsea, right? No, be Man City, right, be Man City, excuse me. Uh, of course, we're not talking about Brighton, who happen to be fourth in the table right now. They've got a massive match against Crystal Palace away. I don't think they're going to win it, though. So it's so interesting to see, because all of a sudden, at the end of next weekend, we will now be six matches in. We will be a little less than a sixth of the way through the season. Yeah, it's still early doors, absolutely. But it's not like match day one or two. We're now match day six under our belt. Brings begs a whole different set 
of questions. All right, this is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. Love to hear, love to hear from you. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Um, yeah, hit me up on social media. Let's have a chat. All right, I'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio, presented by BetOnline.ag. Nick Eber with you here on a wonderful uh, day as we talk about the English Premier League. Certainly a lot of surprises this early on in the season. And as I said during the last segment, you know, the season's not as young as it was a few weeks ago. I mean, we are now coming in this coming weekend will be match day six, which is a little bit less than a sixth of the way through the season. Which, and yeah, it's a long season, no doubt about it. And the stories today may very well not be the stories two months from now, three months from now, or even three weeks from now. But they are the stories of today. And the big stories today are Chelsea and Liverpool at this point seem basically unstoppable. Man United look fantastic, particularly with the addition of Cristiano Ronaldo on top of, you know, the the, the previous year signing of Bruno Fernandes and then Rafael Varane, who they brought in, and Jadon Sancho. I mean, this is a team that has made massive signings, okay, not least of which then is the second or best, depending on whether you're a Messi or Ronaldo guy, current player on the planet which doesn't hurt and if you think about Man United for a second they brought a guy in whose strengths are what they need and whose weaknesses don't really hurt them what are Cristiano Ronaldo's weaknesses okay he's not a, a, a he's not a high pressure runner as as incredibly athletic as he is and god I mean you know I'd, I'd kill for 50th of Cristiano Ronaldo's athleticism. Uh, you know, he's not the guy that's going to run a high press for you for 90 minutes. He doesn't have to be, though, <laughs> because he is just a pure, natural scorer of goals. By the way, we're presented by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. I mean, CR7 is the purest goal scorer I can remember seeing, probably short of Diego Maradona. Where I have some differences if you're comparing Messi and Ronaldo, and I don't mean to say uh, I, I, that one is better than the other. They're different players, mind you. Uh, you know, I think, I think Messi tends to make players around him better, and Cristiano Ronaldo sometimes actually has the opposite effect. However, Manchester United are not affected by that side of Cristiano Ronaldo because that's not what he's there for. He is there to do... What he does best, which is put the ball in the back of the net, and he does it over and over and over again in big game situations. He is the ultimate big game player currently in the sport. So, to get back to the overall discussion, Man United looking really good as well. Man City looking shaky. I think, first of all, not getting Harry Kane over the summer was a massive blow for Manchester City. 
I think he was an integral part of their planning as far back as last year in the rebuilding and retooling. Not that it needs to be rebuilt and retooled from the ground up. Let's just say the retweaking, shall we, of the strike force at City. I think that is a, 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 is a uh, reasonable statement, right? A reasonable person, I don't believe, would disagree with that. Where Manchester City have, you know, been very strong is their spine uh, and up top. Now, in the Champions League, they scored six goals against Red Bull Leipzig, but, you know, they conceded 3-2. Not 3-2 as a scoreline. They conceded three as well. How about that? Manchester City needs to replace the guy who was the talisman, the guy whose name is seared into our collective memory for one of the greatest uh, recent calls of the game that you can remember. Aguero! Remember when he won it? The last second, the last moment, the last goal to win the title for Manchester City. But he's at Barcelona right now. And, and Manchester City haven't really managed to replace him. Two thousand nineteen, two thousand twenty, last season he scored he played twenty four games. He scored sixteen goals. Eighteen nineteen, he's played thirty three, scored twenty one. By the way, notice these numbers here. You clearly, as you can see, Man City, as you know, have a a good, deep, deep, beefy squad they can rotate. But in 1920 total, all competitions for Manchester City, in 32 matches, he scored 23 goals. They haven't replaced that. The idea was that Harry Kane would come in and they would replace it, and that piece would come together. And what's happened now is that really hasn't happened. And now Man City scores less than Chelsea, less than Liverpool, less than Man United. Same amount of goals as West Ham United. Uh, defensively, they're as strong as ever. Conceding just one goal in five games. The same number as Chelsea, the same number of Liverpool, as Liverpool. But that's the type of issue. I mean, look... Let's look, let's look back historically, shall we? Uh, and I know, excuse me for doing this, I apologize. But you know me, I like to look back at previous years. If we look back historically, you will find that Manchester City were the top scorers in the Premier League just about year over year. Last season, they scored 83 goals. Next one uh, underneath them was a Man United. I believe they scored a similar number of goals to Liverpool uh, the year that Liverpool won it. Let's let me let me tell you. I'll pull it up right now. It's not coming out of my memory. I'm not that brilliant. Yeah, Liverpool won the league, scoring 85 goals. Man City scored 102 goals. Okay, and the year before that, when Manchester City won the league, they scored 95 goals. Liverpool were next to 89. So, I tell you what, let's go back to 1718. To make a point here. 
Manchester City scored 106 goals. The next highest goal tally was Liverpool with 84. Let's go back to 16-17. You've got to go back to 2016, okay? Five years to find a year that Manchester, United, uh, Manchester City did not outscore every other team in the Premier League by a fairly large margin. So that's why getting Harry Kane was so incredibly important to Manchester City along with the departure of Sergio Aguero because replacing 26 goals is not easy. I say this, I say this all the time. It doesn't matter if you're selling the best player. You sell uh, Erlen Braut Haaland for uh, you know, a quarter of a billion dollars and you have a big bag of gold, right? your Borussia Dortmund and you put it down on the pitch and you say score me goals and you know what it does it just sits there clinking because it's a big bag of gold finding a player to replace that person doesn't matter how much money you make those players are so few and so far between and so rare they are basically impossible to get so unless you just want to sell your star to make money well, you know, there you go. There comes a point where people are irreplaceable, and it may just be that this time, particular point in time, Sergio Aguero was irre 23, 26 goals, were irreplaceable for City, unless someone like a Harry Kane could pop in and get him. Or maybe a Cristiano Ronaldo. And if you remember, Cristiano Ronaldo was in serious talks with Manchester City but got pipped at the line by United for him to go back to his old club. That's why these stories are important, okay? The other big surprises so far in the Premier League, Brighton, my goodness. Four out of five. And, you know, not all Patsy wins either. They beat Everton 2-0 at home. They beat Leicester City 2-1 at home. The only loss so far? came to Everton. Pardon me, they lost to Everton at home. They beat Burnley. They beat Watford. They beat Brentford, who's a high flyer right now. And they beat Leicester City. We're going to get to the Leicester City in a second. Don't worry, we've got plenty of time. Uh, you know, the other great stories, Everton, Rafa Benitez comes in, the fans boo him, but yet he pulls it together. Uh, they've only lost one match on the season so far, and that was actually this last weekend. In what was, for me, a shock result, 3-0 loss at Villa Park. But, you know, uh, Everton, uh, for some reason, uh, can be a very inconsistent team at times. And, you know, hopefully Rafa Benitez will iron that out. Tottenham Hotspur, what a, uh, an incredible disappointment so far on the year for them. And, you know, the only way, the only thing you could put this down to is the fact that uh, injuries, obviously, players not 100% fit, but the whole Kane transfer drama uh, really put the club into too much uncertainty. Losing 3-0 away at uh, Selhurst Park to Crystal Palace and losing at home 3-0 to Chelsea. Lucky for them, their next match is the North London derby at Arsenal, uh, which I expect them to win because Arsenal are rubbish. Uh, West Ham United, uh, you know, maybe doing as we thought we, they would in eighth spot. The other surprise is Brentford. Wow, what a flyer this promoted team is. Great football, great to watch. Uh, they beat Arsenal 2-0 opening day. They beat Wolves. 2-0 uh, at Molyneux, the last match out. Uh, draws against Palace, draws against Villa, and a big loss against Brighton for 1-0. Uh, we're doing really, really well. 
only conceding two goals in the Premier League for a promoted team. Very impressive. Unfortunately for them, their next match is Saturday against league top scorers Liverpool. Uh, I predict, I suspect there will be an unfortunate day for them. Finally, uh, look, we've got Leicester City. We have to talk about what a disappointing season it's been so far for Brendan Rodgers. He has three out of five on the season so far have been losses. Uh, losses to uh, Brighton, <coughs> losses to Man City, <coughs> losses to West Ham. Yeah, they beat Wolves. Yeah, they beat Norwich. But, you know, you would expect them to do that. Very disappointing for Leicester City because traditionally Leicester City have had really good starts to the season and where they tend to really drop off is later on in the season where their lack of depth comes back to haunt them. Uh, You could see that a great example would be last season really uh, where they finished up in fifth fifth spot uh, largely because they had a very weak uh, end to the season. So those are the big surprises so far and then of course... The number one surprise is just um, how bad Arsenal are this season. But, you know, they are in a complete rebuilding mode. I hope they keep faith with Mikel Arteta. I'm not sure they will. And the last discussion, the last story, because I only have one minute left in this segment, is Steve Bruce is just the dullest, most uninspired manager in football, and he is currently coaching Newcastle United all the way to the championship. All right, those are my thoughts about the young Premier League season. Uh, I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back after this. Hope you'll stay with me here on World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Be right back after these messages. All right. Thanks for staying with me here on World Soccer Radio. Just a reminder, every Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. That's right, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, uh, 3 a.m. On, uh, on the East Coast. I'm with you. Uh, some big scores in the League Cup. Uh, Brentford beating Oldham Athletic 7-0. Huge result. City beating Wickham uh, 6-1. Burnley beating Rochdale so far, big big results for the Premier League's team. Liverpool beating Norwich. Uh, poor old Norwich. Uh, Preston beating Cheltenham. How about this? QPR beating Everton and advancing on penalties. Oh, you super hoops. Uh, Sheffield United lose to Southampton. Another pretty lackluster team, Southampton, uh, although they did just hold Manchester City to a draw over the weekend, 2-2. City, uh, Southampton, excuse me, advancing on penalties. And finally, Leeds United, a nil-nil with Fulham. Uh, but advancing on penalties. Um, That is the League Cup scores uh, today. There are a few matches um, also coming up, which I will get to uh, next time. Uh, Don't forget on Friday, that is our Premier League preview pundits and prognostication show, where I will have an opportunity to take you through every Premier League match um, and give you some odds and picks and value bets if you decide you want to be a betting man or woman and head over to our title sponsor, betonline.ag and uh, place a small wager or two. And I do mean small, folks. Make sports betting a part of your entertainment palette and use your entertainment budget for it. Don't make it a lifestyle. Okay, That's when you start to really, really get into trouble. All right? Uh, anyway, I'm back with you uh, tomorrow. If you missed any part of this show, don't worry. You can always go to our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, 
podcast network where you can download the show and subscribe to it, whether it's, uh, also whether it's Spotify or iHeart or iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're, we're everywhere you want to be here on World Soccer Radio. Uh, once again, find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, Facebook.com, forward slash World Soccer Radio. Until tomorrow, guys, have a great night. Enjoy the football, and I'll chat to you then. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.